All right, all right, all right. It's Massive Action Monday, y'all. What is going on? My name is Chris Williams. You have arrived with the Grow Your Side Business Podcast, where we are here to help you grow your side business. Um, man, you can find us on all platforms. I appreciate you being here for Massive Action Monday because one thing that I have found um, is true is that sometimes the answers we're looking for are staring us right in our face. So um, before we get started, feel free to um, lock into this channel. I've got a lot of great things that uh, I'm going to be announcing here really, really soon. I cannot wait to share some of those updates with you. For one, just to kind of give you a hint, I've got a um, uh, some new content that's going to be coming out that's going to be made available for you. And in fact, I'm going to give you early bird access. So um, if you've been with the channel, if you are subscribed, and if you are on our email list, you're going to actually get access to that information before we release it to the public. So I really want you to make sure that you are subscribed and that you get on our email list because you are going to get access to some brand new content that we're going to be releasing here in the next about month or so. And I cannot wait for you to see it. Um, and it's really going to help you if you're looking to, you know, really grow, uh, your side business. If you're trying to figure out like, how do I navigate my corporate world? If you're, if you're looking for, um, the community, right. Of people who are right where you are and you want to be able to work with people who have either done it or right there with you. And you really want to have a, a great community. You should jump in. So, uh, with that being said, let's dive into today's conversation because I want to actually walk you through, um, you know, you saw the title and the title is as it sounds, right? Like what's the number one thing about selling that, you know, nobody's telling you about, right? Like what is that thing? And, um, this is a secret that was exposed to me by my business coach. And so I've been trying to figure out like, well, how do I make sure that my audience gets the chance to see this information and learn like how to leverage this too, right? So I wanted to break this down for you. Uh, to begin with. And so in order to start, um, let me, let me kind of, uh, state this. Um, one of the things that I have found in, in my own business was that for the longest time, what I had been doing was just focusing on, um, just selling a product or a service. Right. And, and so what I mean by that is what I was only after was, and I'll just kind of share this so that way you like, you can get an understanding. I want you to think about your business, your side business as I go through this, but for the longest with the podcast, um, what I had been doing was I was only talking about, um, you know, subscribing, right? Um, I had only been, I had only been really pushing that, right? I hadn't even really been talking about really anything else. I had just been talking about that, or maybe you're a person and maybe with your business, the only thing you have is like, um, one product, right? You, you're, you're selling, um, you're selling a course, right? You're selling a, um, a book, right? Like you're, you're selling one thing. And I found out something that you probably have figured out with your business and you didn't know what it was. And this is what I figured out. I was trying to understand why is it that it's so hard for me to sell a lot of this one thing, but I see people selling their product and service. Like 
in droves and I was trying to figure out what is the difference between the way I'm doing it and the way everybody else was doing it, right? Like, I don't know about you, but I, you know, obviously we got into business to be able to, uh, you know, make money <laughs> and we got into business to be able to like, you know, build a business. And what I couldn't figure out was how is it that everybody else seems to be able to build their business? How is it that other people to be able to get, you know, whatever, you know, they're, they're charging we, all of that stuff. Right. I was really curious and I had tried everything. I remember, um, for a while, you know, I was thinking with the podcast, it was going to be about ads, right? And, and then ads didn't work. And then I thought with the podcast, well, maybe, um, you know, I could, I could sell, a some package of some sort. And then that didn't work, right? Like I was going through every single thing I could think through. Then I was like, well, maybe if I get the guest on and the guest will, uh, will do things and that kind of moved the needle a little bit, but that still didn't do it. Right? So here's what I found out. And this is something that I learned from my business coach, Myron. And when he said this, I didn't get it the first time. It took me two or three times to hear it. And I went, oh my gosh, I am suffering from something that the big boys are doing the right way. And I could do it even at my scale with a, with a podcast. So let me, let me explain what I mean. What I realized is that what we've got to learn to do, and I'm going to just write this up here. Here's the key y'all. This, this key, if you apply this to your business, I promise you it will change the way you do everything from this conversation on, right? Here's what I figured out. I want you to think about your, your dating life. And I know you're like, Chris, what the heck does that have to do with dating life? Just, just think about this for a second. I want you to think about when you met your wife, when you met your boo thing, right? When you all started, uh, when you were attracted to each other, you had to make sure that you were doing something. So it, there's kind of a process to dating, right? What is that process? Well, um, and I, I, I'm going to come back to this in a second, but basically the first thing you do is you have to be attracted to the person, right? That would be kind of important. If I'm not attracted to you, then we ain't got nothing to talk about, right? But then after you're attracted, there's gotta be a way that I can go from attraction to the very next step, which would be some sort of a conversation, right? So you need a way to, to start the convo right? Obviously, if we're dating, I'm going to get your phone number, right? I'm going to follow you on Instagram. I'm going to find your LinkedIn. I'm going to find out where you are and I'm going to start having a conversation with you, right? But here's the question. The question is, is it possible that somebody could be attracted and get to the next step and maybe start the conversation, but we never get to the third level, which is more important. Well, what is the third level? What's the third part of this conversation? If I'm, if I'm talking to you, right, I'm pick, I'm trying to get my wife, right. And, and I, I'm attracted to her. Somehow I got to get her attention, right? So even before, you know, this, I got I to get attention, right? I got to be able to get her attention somehow. So I got to do something, get her attention. Then I get the attraction and, and then I got to start a conversation. But after that, how do I get my wife to stick around? Well, 
It's a four-letter word, y'all. We have to date. And you know what I figured out? What I figured out was that the big companies have learned this game masterfully and they run it every day. So what, what's got to happen? Like what's the number one secret of selling, right? That, that we're not meant to know when we start our side business is that what you're really after is getting them to buy more than once. I'm going to tell you, y'all, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish I understood this principle when I first, the first thing I did, meaning, you know, if I, when I, when I was in high school and selling popsicle sticks and, uh, you know, all the things, right? My point is, I wish I understood this principle because it's a serious principle for business. See, we get excited about selling to somebody one time and we go, I made a sale. Wow. Listen, you need that uh, euphoric feeling while wow, you need to know that rush. It's also kind of bad because if you only build here, here's the problem. If you only build a product or service and they only buy one time, They're never coming back. They don't have a reason to see what I realized was, okay, wait a minute. Um, what, what, what I have to offer, like, I remember, um, um, I, I lived in Atlanta, Georgia, and I was getting, I was learning, getting my hustle on in Atlanta. And I remember working for Kirby vacuums. Y'all remember Kirby vacuums? Yeah. I, I worked for Kirby vacuums in Atlanta, right? And so I remember when I was working for Kirby Vacuums, one of the things that we would have to do is go do these product demonstrations. And the way we would find people to do product demonstrations was I would ride around the city of Atlanta and I would look for new subdivisions. Now, why would you go look at new subdivisions if you're, if you're trying to sell a vacuum? Because here's the thing. One of the marketing strategies at the time, which was absolutely hilarious, even as I say this, and this was actually kind of genius and smart. The new person who's moving into a new house does not think their carpet is dirty. <laughs> they don't, they don't think that the carpet is dirty. So, so they think I got a brand new house. I got clean carpet because they got that new house clean smell. In actuality, the carpet is pretty dirty. So, so here's what we used to do, right? This is, this is pretty cool. So um, I learned how to run this play where um, I'd ride around, right? And my objective was to see somebody moving in, right? And I would have to get out the car, introduce myself, have some sort of, some sort of way to get their attention, right? Attract them, start the conversation. And my whole goal was I had to be able to get in the house. If I could get in the house, I'm selling that vacuum. <laughs> like it was kind of crazy, right? Like I, that's what I did. That was, that was one of the hustles I did in Atlanta. Right. So, so, um, uh, I will go into, so basically I go into these neighborhoods and I'm looking for people moving in 
and I would do one or two things. How am I gonna get their attention? Well, it's kind of creepy if somebody random that you don't know is moving into the area driving up, right? So I would do one or two things. If they seemed friendly when I waved at them, I would say, welcome to the neighborhood. They don't know I don't live in the neighborhood, but it's always cool when somebody's nice to say, hey, welcome to the neighborhood. My name is Chris. Overdraft fees are just the worst. Get up to 200 in fee-free overdraft with the Chime checking account. Sign up today at Chime.com slash Goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. And I'm in the moment, I'm prejudging. If they blow me off, then I just keep it moving. But if they say, hey, thanks for... Hey, my name is, you know, Katie. My name is Todd, right? And I would... I knew, uh-oh, I got their attention. And they're like, hey, do you live in the neighborhood? I say, well, no, I don't live too far from here, but I actually work for Kirby Vacuums. Have you ever heard of Kirby Vacuums? I didn't say those exact words, but I'm just coming this up, right? So, so, so then they would say, no, this, and I say, when is the last time you purchased a vacuum? Like, oh, the old one that we have is good. And then I would make my proposal. I'm, I'm trying to grab their attention. I'm like, hey, if, if, I, if I can show you that your carpet is actually dirty now, even though it's brand new, would you at least be willing to take a look at some of the new things that we have going on? They'd go, okay. Or what I was doing was I was looking to see what the makeup of the family was. I was looking for the people moving into a neighborhood that had a little baby. Because what a baby's gonna do, crawl on the floor. Well, if I could get in the house, and our, our demonstration of the Kirby vacuum was interesting. It was, it was this, um, uh, it, it had a little, we had this little, like on the edge of the, of the bottom of the vacuum, we could put a little filter in. And as the air, as it was sucking up the dirt off the, the vacuum, they could see it spinning in there. And then I would pull out the filter and they see all this dirt and they go, oh my God, we need 10 of them, right? And I would, Sell them a Kirby vacuum. And y'all don't know, if y'all don't know, Kirby vacuums were expensive then. It's like buying a Dyson vacuum now. Like they were, I'm talking like $1,500, right? Just for a vacuum, right? Like, but I was selling them, right? I got, I got kind of good at it. And somebody actually owes me money because the guy that I was working with, the rep that I was working with at his office, I showed up at his office one day. I had sold like 10 Kirby vacuums and the joker left and left with all my money. You still owe me some money. But anyway, the whole point is, is that like, I was selling these vacuums. So what did I have to do? I had to get their attention. I had to make them attracted to what I had. And the, uh, my biggest goal was to get them to start a conversation. And then getting me in the house, that was my date. That was us dating, right? And I didn't have long to impress them. So I had to have something to impress them. Why am I going through all of that? I'm going through all of that because I want you to start thinking about the same thing when it comes to your business. If you don't have a way to get their attention, if you don't have a way to attract people, and if you don't know a good system to be able to start a conversation with people, you will only, if, if you get lucky, it doesn't matter what your product or service is, you only sell it one time, if you get lucky. So then I had that realization, like, wait a second, what is it that other people are doing that is making it so that not only they may get the sale, but they're keeping them, like how is that possible? Here's the play. This, this blew my mind when I figured this out. All right. I want you to think about right now um, your favorite company and what they have to offer. 
So uh, let's just use um, your telecommunications company. Let's use AT&T, okay? We're gonna use AT&T. We have AT&T, right? We're gonna use AT&T, okay? Now, AT&T has made some strides in the last 20 to 30 years because originally, right, the only thing you could get from them was a phone line. Now, what is, why did I say a phone line? So for those of you who might be too young, our version of long distance was buying that long distance extension cord from like Walmart that was like 30 feet and it could wrap around the house twice. That was our version of long distance. But <laughs> back then, you know, we would, they were only able to sell a phone line. So their whole goal was to get you, you know, a phone line installed in your house, right? Well, as technology grew and things grew, they were able to do something so that they could sell to you more than just one thing. Well, when cell phones came out, what did they start selling? They sold cellular devices and they sold, um, they sold minutes, right? Y'all remember, y'all remember having to buy minutes on your cell phone, <laughs> right? Y'all, let me show you this. Let me show you this. This is gonna blow your mind. When you see this, you'll be like, why does he still have this? Y'all, I have something that y'all might remember was the best thing on the planet and you felt like the man or the woman when you had it. Bam! You see that? What is that, y'all? <laughs> yeah, it's a Blackberry, y'all. It's literally a Blackberry. That, and, and now you might be wondering like, what, Chris, What? how in the world do you still have a Blackberry? I use this in a lot of conversations because there's so many things we could talk about BlackBerry, not seeing the market changing, not thinking they could go down, uh, becoming the big dog and getting comfortable. There's so many things that we could talk about. But being able to offer a service, right? Cellular devices and buying minutes, right? Like y'all remember having y'all BlackBerry, you felt all important, right? But we were buying minutes, right, for a while, right? So they sold you the device and they sold you minutes. Well now, what do they sell? They sell internet, right? Um, they sell, uh, business plans, right? You can buy more than one thing, right? They sell a lot of different things. What is my point? They are no longer in the business of selling one thing. They want to hook their tentacles in your life a lot. Why? Because they want to make it pretty hard for you to leave, right? Oh, uh, who else does this? I don't know. Uh, we'll stick with the A's. How about Apple? <laughs> right? Apple, what do you get? You get an iPhone. Right? Oh, you can get an iPad. Right? Uh, before, they had iPod. Right? Now, you can get a MacBook. Right? Um, man, you can get um, Apple... Um, podcast or uh, iTunes, right? Um, Apple Music, right? What, what are they doing? They're getting their hooks into your world, right? That's just two companies. Do we need to continue on? No, we don't, right? The point is, is that you and I have to start thinking of our side business this way. What is it that you and I can start doing in order to be able to offer people more than one thing so that they're willing to stick around longer.
listen, if you're just starting out and, and you're learning how to be able to sell something, you're going to have that one thing you need to, you need to figure that out, right? Like you're going to figure that out. But if you want to be able to have long-term customers, here's what you do. I'm going to, I'm going to show you this. And then I want you to figure out this week, what is it that I'm going to do in, in, in my business? Here's what you're going to figure out this week. This is your homework for Massive Action Monday. What I want you to do is, I want you to take your one product and I want you to figure out what problem does it solve? This is what I want you to ask yourself. What problem does it solve? Make sure you're clear about that and make sure you're talking about this in all your messaging. But here's the other part of your homework this week that you're going to do with your product that you're selling. I want you to ask what problem did it also create? I'm giving you all a game right now. This is the sauce right here. This week for Massive Action Monday, this is what I want you to do. I want you to take that one product. If you're selling only one product, that's fine. I want you to go and I want you to figure out, get clear. What problem am I actually solving? But as every product came available on the market, just like anything else, there's other problems that it creates. Cars came on the market. What problem did it create? You need tires. You need other parts when they break down. You need glass for the windows. You need spark plugs. You need engine stuff, right? It created other problems, right? Because of the wear and tear of the product, right? If we go back to um, both here, right? When you had a phone line, it created other problems. So what AT&T decided to do is say, hey, you know what? We're going to start building solutions for all the problems that we have, that we create. Apple did the same thing. We got the iPhone, the iPod, the iPad, uh, the MacBook. We got Apple Music. We got it all, but we're going to create solutions for all of them. You need a case for all of these things. You need um, uh, servicing for all of these. Apple literally offers you um, um, the, the uh, wear and tear for every single thing, right? And now they also offer you um, a subscription, right? All of us are paying for our, you know, um, uh, you know, individualized subscriptions to the channels through Apple TV. If you're an Apple user, right? So my point is, what are you going to do with your product or service? I need you to be clear this week and figure out what is the problem I actually solve. Talk about it all the time, right? I want to see your videos. I want to see your posts. I want to see your social media describing the problem that you solve. And then I want you to go start figuring out what problem do I also create as a result and see if you can create something that solves that problem. Why? Because a successful customer, the customer journey is built on experience and successes. Their journey is built on experiences. And successes. What do I mean by successes? What I mean is they got a result. Because you came up with an answer for a problem that they that you solve, right? They got a result. And so because they got a result, what does a result do? A result creates a new problem. 
And so with that new problem, ask yourself, is this something that I want to create, right? Do I want to create the solution for the new problem? Why? Because this is how you start to build a business that's going to last. Because times will change. Technology will also change. Things will come about, right? Like, like stuff will change. And maybe the product you started with 10 years ago no longer services people. And so if you're not pivoting to solving the new problem or getting in front of the problem that's going to be potentially created, it's going to be very hard for you to have a business. You have something that'll hit for a little while, but you don't have a business.